existe, la Turistas de Vikingos. Amen. I would like us to rise up as we want to welcome ourselves into the presence of the Most High God. So I would like you to welcome at least three people into God's presence. So just tell them they are highly welcome. At least three people. Tell them they are welcome. At least three people. Tell them they are welcome. Uh huh. Tell them they are welcome.
We not depart from our mouth in the name of Jesus. Amen. I say it will not depart from our mouth in the name of Jesus. Amen. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. Amen. It will not change in the name of Jesus. It is so in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you because you have done it already. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Fire. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, we are proceeding where we shall sing from our hymn book. We are singing in five one five one. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. As the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king.
God. Begin to appreciate the King of Kings. Begin to appreciate the I am that I am. The one that was, is, and will be. Begin to appreciate your Creator. Begin to appreciate Him. Begin to show your appreciation unto God at this time. Because He's worthy of our praise. Because there is no one like Him. Because He has been your God. Because he has been your creator. Because he has been your helper. He has been your everything. He has been the source of your income. Begin to appreciate him. Appreciate him from the depth of your heart. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. Say that you are marvelous. Say that you are great. Say that there is no like you. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. Are you praising him? Are you praising him? Are you praising him from the depth of your heart? Are you praising him? Are you praising him? From January up to this time, he has been your protector. From January up to this time, he has been your backbone. He has been the pillar of your life. Appreciate God. Appreciate God. Appreciate God. You can do better than that. You can do better than that. You can do better than that. Show your appreciation unto Him. Worship Him. Wave your hand. Wave your hands. 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 Let everything in you praise the Lord. Let everything in you praise the Lord. Let your mouth worship Him. Let your two legs worship God. Let your two eyes appreciate God. Let your skin appreciate Him. Let your brain appreciate God. Let everything in you appreciate Him. Appreciate God. 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 Can we give you praise? Can we adore you for all that you are? We worship you, Lord. Peter was exalted, Daddy. We give you praise from the depth of our heart. We take over all that you begin to send us. We give you praise for divine provision. We give you praise for divine provision. Can we appreciate you? 
Begin with that appreciate for the bread of life that you have given to us. Father, we thank you, God. We thank you, God. May anchor blessings remain there one after the other. And we join with those we see that you are worthy to be praised. And with those we see that you are worthy to be worshipped. With those that we see that is not the default, that we appreciate you. 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 Be thou glorified. Be thou glorified, Daddy. Be thou glorified, Daddy. In the name of Jesus. Be exalted, Lord. Be exalted. Be exalted. Be exalted. Be exalted. Be exalted. Be exalted. For in Jesus, by today we have worshipped. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name, Father. A song says, My soul dwells magnified the Lord, and my spirit praises Him. Alpha, the Lord of the party here, may He go in our grave. Jesus is Lord, everybody guides
just looked at it and we said that what else can we give to God for the whole year 2012 than just to give him praise. And that's why we're going to sing a three-in-one song that says, Ebube, 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 Oshimu, Emelao, Ebube, Umbedile, Jesse, Oshimu, Obalagbara, Oshimu. May you be blessed as you listen in Jesus' name.
Somebody beside you and say, If God is not on my side, your 2012 will swallow me. Tell him now one more time, If God is not on my side, your 2012 will swallow me. 
You may be seated. You may be seated. You are welcome to the presence of your Creator. The best place you can ever you can ever be on earth is to be in the presence of someone that has a say in your destiny. Listen to me. Many people long to be before the stars of the world. I remember I was watching the TV some some days ago. And uh, a football club from England went to Japan for a competition. And as they were coming out of the plane, a lot of people were coming out to them to, to sign an autograph. Then I just laughed. Then after the competition, they lose. Then I now had a flashback. I said, now, people are longing to be in the presence of man that has no say in their destiny. If you struggle to be in the presence of Queen Elizabeth of England, I can tell you, categorically, Queen Elizabeth cannot have a say in your destiny. Even she can sleep and didn't wake up. If you struggle to have to be in the presence of David Cameron, I can tell you, you are a failure already. Cause is because if a man lifts you up, my brother, man can only lift you to the limitation of his own hands. If I said I'm going to help you, I can only help you to where I, my help can reach. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. If man's promise to lift you up, daddy, man can only lift you to where his own hand can reach. But if God lifts you up, his own hands has no limitations. And that is why he didn't follow protocol to intervene in people's situation. He didn't need to take any order from anybody because he is he said something. Listen to me, listen to me. Sometimes this man called Moses, Prophet Moses, asked him, Who are you? And he said, I am. Let me tell you the etymology of that word. And that is why when people say that is what Jesus was referring to in the book of Luke when he said with God all things are possible maybe you don't know what he was saying let me quickly tell you the word impossibility is a word of limitations it's a word of challenge it's a word of barrier but the word impossibility is a word that shows the presence of God Impossibility, the I am is an apostrophe of I am. Hello, when you hear I am, I am, and you want to do to you the, the shorting word of writing I am is I and M. And once I am comes into your impossibility, he will remove I am which is belong to him. Then the remaining word is possibility. And that was why he said, with God, that is with I am, all things are possible. I don't want to know what I've been challenged to you. I don't want to know what I've been pushing you hard. I don't want to know what I've been shaking your faith in the Lord. I don't want to know what I've been making you to think is not hearing prayers anymore. I don't want to know those situations that is weakening your faith. I'm here to declare to you this morning that with God all things are possible. 
There's a song. It's a common song we normally sing. But a few days ago, I was meditating on the words of that song. He said, Ancient of days, as old as you are, as old as you are. You will never change. Yes, the ancient of days, as old as you are, as old as you are, you will never change. What does that signify? Before the creation of the world. He will say it and he will do it. Now, he will say it and he will still do it. And when the word will be no more, he will say it and he will do it. Turn your Bible, share with me. For the book of Psalm 1. Psalm 1. And I'm going to start the reading also. From verse 1. I'm reading from the only authorized version, the King James Version. You know, you are very, you know, you know, I just come across something last week. I come across it on the internet. There is another version of the Bible now. They call it the gay original version. Yeah. I just come across it on the internet last week. So, they try all they could to show that uh, homosexual and any words of the Bible that has something to do with sex, they will combine both sexes. Whether we have the Bible say E, you know they said that one is only for man, so they will he or she. They say so that you won't discriminate among them. Somebody say Amen. That is one of the signs of the end time. I was talking to somebody. I said, Jesus said something specifically in Matthew chapter 24. He said, knowledge will increase. And that is, that is the one of the major signs of the end time. You are yet to see anything. We are come, very soon in the next few hours, the world will come to an age where you, human beings will be useless. Human being will be useless. Robots will be doing everything. We are coming to that age now because age will increase. I mean, knowledge will increase. It is a sign of the end time. I'm reading from King James Version, Psalm 1, verse 1. I start from verse 1, I'm going to verse 4. But I'm going to start from verse 1 so that I'll be able to expatiate it very well. Don't forget I'm speaking to you on the topic and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. I start from verse 1. He said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Many people are praying for prosperity. Many people are fasting for prosperity. Listen to me, this. Listen to me, church. But they are doing what? They are what? 
the ungodly. Listen to them. The counsel of an ungodly man can never be godly. Hello, church. You know, I've been telling you, times that number, whenever I'm ministering, I don't want to be talking to quiet church. I want you to be lively. Look at somebody beside you. Say, be lively. He said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Listen to me. There is no way you can be prosperous without following counsel. It is only counsel that can make you to be prosperous. It now depends on the type of the counsel you want to walk upon. He said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Why? The, the Bible says, out of the abundance of heart, the mouth speaketh. Any counsel that will come from the mouth of an ungodly man will surely be from an ungodly source. Am I speaking to somebody? He continued. He said, nor standeth in the way of sinners. What does that mean? We have different types of way. There are some ways that are meant for sinners. And that is why the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, he said there is a way that seemeth right unto men, but the end of that way is destruction. That is ways of sinners. Then he continued, he said, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. That is, you know, I don't, because of our time, I won't talk much on this because of where I'm going to. But what that passage is saying is there are some seats that is meant for scornful people. You know, one of the reasons why the church is not affecting the society today is because we have left the foundation of what the church is meant to be. When Jesus came into the world, Jesus didn't come to establish religion. Hello? Am I, am I speaking to somebody? Jesus never intended to establish religion. He came to show people of those days the right way to God. And you will refer, you will discover him in every his messages, he always referred to the prophets. Because he came to reveal unto them that the messages the prophets of old have been preaching to you is the same message or was the same message I brought to you. Which is the message of repentance and godly works. But after his departure, those that believe on what he said, they were those that continue following what he said. Then the people that saw them now say, Ah, these people are little Christ. They are like, like Christ. And that was where the name Christian emanated. Maybe if Jesus knew that after his departure, there is going to be Christian, maybe he will not limit his ministry to Middle East. Maybe he will have reached Africa on his missionary journey. Maybe he will have reached some part of Europe. I don't think you understand what I was saying. And that was why few few weeks ago I was discussing with a bishop, an Anglican bishop in England there. And I told him, don't ever tell me that English brought Christianity to Africa. I said, no. No. 
Say go and read your Bible very well. In Act of Apostle, on the day of the Pentecost, my Bible tells me that people that experience the effusion of Holy Spirit, the Bible said there are some people from Libya. The Bible said there are some people from Ethiopia. You will remember the Ethiopian Enoch. In the book of Acts of Apostles, Ethiopia is in Africa. If you read your Bible very well, you can never find any reference to England. Am I speaking to somebody? What I told him, what you brought to Africa is business, your business. It is not Christianity. And that was why you came to impose your culture. I said, every place you establish Christianity in Africa, you introduce your culture. You don't allow Christian in Africa to practice Christianity in, with their own way. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. In Africa, we have a culture. We are, we are cultured. So you brought a Christianity that we eroded our own culture and imputed your own culture. I said, that's not Christianity. Where this one was alive, he never eroded this culture. No. When they came to Jesus and showed him, said, do we have to pay tax? He said, go and bring the, 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 the coin. He said, which picture of food? They said, picture of food. He said, yeah, give unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar. What am I saying? They say is that Christianity at last is sleep on the society because we've lacked what you're supposed to do and we are doing what we don't supposed to do. You know how many church plank every day? You know how many pastors today that we see themselves in the street, they can't even greet each other. You know how many pastors cannot even eat in their house? You visit another pastor, you'll be scared to drink water there. Because we have lost the grip. Unfortunately, when the, the Sam asked a question, he said, If the foundation being destroyed, what will the righteous do? If you read your Bible very well, there was no answer. No answer of what the righteous can do. That's not where I'm going to. I just digress a bit. Don't forget, I'm speaking to you on the topic whatsoever a threat shall prosper. what is going, what um, someone that wants to be prosperous must do. Sorry, must not do. That's what the first three things he explained. He must work in the council of the ungodly. Brethren, 99% of people that face challenges, that face problems, that face hardship today, they face it because they follow the council of the ungodly. And may we ask that they follow the counsel of the ungodly and the middle of it they will not be praying to God. For God to intervene. We are asked when they are starting the journey God was not there. You are going into a marriage you didn't invite God there. You saw him at the pub and after digging it after digging it very well, the DJ play very good music, and you have some 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 shot of of champagne. Then you say, "Oh, I love you. You are the only cockroach in my cupboard." Then you go into the marriage. Then when the journey of the marriage started wombly, then you ran back to God. God that was not there at the beginning. You now want him to just jump into the into this. It's not possible. Look at somebody say it's not possible. He said, Blessed 
is the man that walketh not in the castle of the ungodly. You will remember a story I shared to you years back. I visited Nigeria and I was invited to minister in a church. And after the ministration, they put me in a place to just have some refreshment. Then a, a, one of the elders of the church just came to me. He said, Pastor, I said, yeah. He said, as you are ministering, this word of the Lord just laid in my mind that uh, there is money. I have the money. Name any amount. I have it. So I want both of us to go into partnership. I said, what part of partnership? He said, partnership in the kingdom business. Partnership in the kingdom business. I'm going to raise about 100 million naira. We are going to build a very gigantic cathedral. I will equip everything you need. I will give you a four-bedroom bungalow and a jeep as the pastor. Then you continue preaching and doing the business. So whatever coming, we share it 2080. The pastor, no, he was the, he was the one that invest. So either we don't be preaching, we'll be taking twenty percent. And I said that's good. It's a very good idea. Cancel of the, you know how many churches are planned out that way. You know how many pastors that find themselves in that situation. I just discovered that if you expend expend about hundred million for the church, at least you will be twenty ah, percent. At least every month now. At least ah, with hundred million entities, we must be making 10, 10 million. At least the twenty percent that's just two million. Ah, <laughs> even <laughs> that's money. Cancel of the ungodly. You know, many people go into marriage today because of the cancel of people. You know, how many people that became married because of the cancel. And yeah, you know that guy is loaded. That guy. Is very loaded. Everybody knows him in this street. <laughs> if you marry that guy, you are also loaded. Though. Is it composite you marry someone that everybody knows? No. And that is why many people prosperity become their enemy. Because they started their beginning with the cancer of the ungodly. There is no way an ungodly cancer can bring godly results. No, it's not possible. Let's go to verse 2. I want to quickly round up. Verse 2 says, But, listen to this, His delight is in the law of the Lord. <laughs> Someone that wants to prosper us, His delight must be in the law of the Lord. There is a difference between law and crime. Hello? Or let me use this language. Let me use it this way. There is a difference between sin and crime. There are many things that are safe, but they are not crime. If the light must not be in the law of man, but in the law of the Lord. The law of the land says, man can marry man. That is the law of the land. It's not a crime. But take it or leave it, it's a sin. Whether, whether you accept it or not, you can use any word you like. You can say it is human right. It was human right in the garden of Eden that made God to drive Adam and Eve out of the garden. 
When Adam and Eve are ready to claim their right. When God told them the day you touch this one, you are going to die, they ran away from the fruit. But immediately the devil came and said, Ah, oh, you are not going to die. Don't mind God. You are not going to die. You are not going to die. What is going to happen is when you eat that fruit, your eyes will be open. <laughs> then you are going to be like God. Immediately they heard that, so God doesn't want us to be like Him. Okay? What we call human right, let me tell you, is very simple. Human right is feeling inferior and want to be superior. That is what we call human right today. That's why you see a boy of seven years where you say, sit, sit down there. He say, I'm going to call police. Because we don't want to be subjected to any authority. That's what we call human right. I was discussing with some people, somebody before I traveled a few days ago. I said, when you are talking about human rights, there was a group of people in this country now. They have been putting this country into problem, killing, maiming, and they said they should be deported, but they said they have human rights. I just look at the country and said, these people are fools. Does the people they kill have no right to live? The people they bombed and killed them, does those people have no right? Whatever makes you to violate other people's rights says you too you have no right. Well, because their stupidity is and, and blindfolded them, and oh no wonder. The Bible says something. It said, when they refuse to receive the knowledge of God in their heart, they, 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 God gave them a reprobate mind to be doing what is not right. If any of you listen to the result of justice and censor that was done in this country, I don't know if any one of you are listening to the news. The result of the censor says this country has gone down in Christianity 30%. That was the result of the censors. Why Muslim increased in 27%. I can tell you categorically the way things are going in the next 30 years. We will struggle before we will have indigenous Christian in this country. Yeah? Or let me say the next 50 years. Because the people that are coming, that indigenous English are not introduced to Christianity. And those that are there, they supported gay. Those that are there, they say you can go on lesbianism. So when you are married to a, as a gay or lesbian, you won't have children. I, I don't know sure. That's what I'm saying. That was the devices of the devil to cut off their generation. They won't have children. Okay? Now, the people that are antichrist or maybe all other religion, they will be having children. You know, there are some people, are some people that can have 30 children, 10 children. They will be having them. Then they will be practicing gay. And lesbian, they will have their generation will be going. <laughs> Before they know it, all those people that are having 10, 15 children, they will be married, getting married again. But then we have no people to marry than to crossbreed. And before you know, no wonder the Bible says the generation of the unrighteous shall be cut off. The counsel of the ungodly. You know, few years, I mean, few months ago now, it has been approved in America, and I know before the end of next year, it will be approved here. They call it bestiality. You know what they call bestiality? 
when a man sleeps with animal. Yeah, it will be approved now. In America, you can now sleep with cow. They can sleep with dog. It's now it's no more a crime. It is no more a crime. Formerly it was a crime, but now it's lawful. <laughs> I continue. Verse 2. He said, His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, this is where I'm going to. And in his law, he meditates day and night. There is a difference between reading and meditating. Hello, church. Many Christians are only reading the Bible. They are not meditating. They can read. That's why you can see someone that will say you read 10, 10 chapters of the Bible in a day. They read it as a newspaper. You know when you go about there, you see Metro newspaper. How many of you know Metro newspaper? That is why you can see Metro newspaper everywhere. Because you don't buy them. But you see someone that buys some. You have to read it. We still want to keep it. Because it wasn't free. And there's no one you will see that will be taking newspaper and will be studying it. It's not possible. They just read. That's what we call scanning in reading. They just scan through. But when we talk about meditation, <laughs> you meditate in the efficacy of the law of the Lord. Why does God say this? And if something was done contrary to this, what will be the repercussion? That is what we call meditation. He said, in day and day and night, he meditates in the law of the Lord. Now verse 3, this is where I'm going to round up. Verse 3, he said, and his me that is, someone that didn't do everything in verse 1, and did everything in verse 2, he will now be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. What does that mean? A tree planted by the rivers of water doesn't know any season. Whether dry season, whether rainy season, whether matter, whether winter. You know in this part we have fall, we have spring, we have summer, we have winter. A tree planted by the river doesn't care which season is, which season is where. It doesn't, doesn't care because it didn't wait for the rain alone to fight the tree. It, it got a source from the river. He said it's being like a tree planted by the rivers of water. He now said another thing. He said that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. That's what I'm going to. His fruit. He didn't say he bringeth his fruit. Hello? There is a difference between bringing fruit and bringing fruit in his season. Many people bring out their fruit but out of season. Someone that became a graduate at the age of 55 is out of season. First degree. Just became a graduate. First degree. At the age of 55. And he said, God is good. He has done me well. Oh my soul. I want to tell you when he go to the employment market, that is when he will know that it is out of season. When he wrote his CV and they look at his age, and the person that is going to interview him, why is age 22? I say, okay, we will get back to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, we get back to you. Because it's out of season. 
Someone that gave birth to a firstborn of his or her life at the age of 52. It's out of season. I don't know the way how we can go. You know, there's, there, you know, there are some things in life that is timing. And that is why you, if you read your scripture very well, the Bible always talks about appointed time. Appointed time in, in, in Hebrew, we have some, 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 some words that's what we call epoch. Thank God we have our daddy in the house. In Hebrew, we call epoch. You know, epoch, epoch means a time lag that between so 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 and time to so so time something must happen he said he bring out his fruit in his season that's a very big word his fruit in his season what does that mean there are seasons for every fruit at this period we have if you are a farmer or those of you that are so close to the farm, you know that are, that these are not time of harvesting. There are no fruits that come out at this season. But when you go to some months in the month of March, let's say March, April, that's when you start to see some fruits coming out. Any fruits that came out of his season will be wasted. He said he bring forth his fruit in his season to that person that will shout the loudest amen. The action to be fruitful in your season. Look at your king and lift his hand. I want to quickly round up because of our time. When you bring out your fruit in your season, that is where you can enjoy the fruit. I remember about 20, over 20 years ago when I was in the seminary. A man retired from, uh, uh, for, uh, from police. Now became a security. You know, back home in Nigeria, those that do security job are those that have retired as first men. Those are the people that do security job in Nigeria. So they now recruited this man as security. At, how many of you know Elisha very well? You know Elisha? There, there, there is a beauty there. They call it international beauties. We are the beauty trophy. And uh, better mouth. Our seminary share fence with that uh, with that beauty. So this man was a member in, in that our seminary. There was a church, the Christ Apostolic Church there. So this man was a member of that church. He was a member as a police officer till he retired. After his retirement, he was recruit, recruited as a security officer at the beauty. Before he retired, he was around sixty-eight. Now buy a bicycle. Are they, are they, you know, every bicycle always have a leather protector behind the tire. He now wrote. He now wrote something there. He said, Ile That is. God's time is the best. At age 68. I'm telling you, he didn't ride that bicycle for three months when that the same place he was walking. The trailer that is carrying trophy came out and cleared him and killed him. You see, there are some goodness that 
everything is before God has time. God is the God of time. Yes. And that was why he said, you remember the book of Genesis chapter 18. After uh, the angels ate in the house of Abraham, they look at Sarah. They said, this time next year. He didn't say, he didn't say where you wish. He said, this time next year, you are carrying a son. And when the woman was started laughing, he said, whether you laugh or not, I don't care. And the Bible now says, when he got to verse 40, he said, at the appointed time, God visited Sarah. To those of you that are clinging on God for your appointed time, that you have been sitting in that stage for long, and you discover that you needed a, a change, whether in your home, whether in your marriage, whether in your finances, whether on your immigration, whether upon your children, upon your wife, upon your husband. I don't know that thing that you have been expecting the appointed time. I say your appointed time is here in the name of Jesus. Let me continue. I want to quickly land up. He said, his leaf also shall not wither. <laughs> what does that mean? What he was saying was that the fruit, listen to me, if you go, if you ever read agriculture, there are some times they talk about in a tree. There are some the food that every tree used comes from the root. Okay. How many of you remember in your secondary school the photosynthesis? Okay. The root will bring the food, send it freight through the branches to the leaf. Hello? The leaf will derive sun, prepare the food for the tree, send it back. Then everybody will now re-eat from the food. That is, any tree that has no leaf will die. And that was why he said his leaf also shall not wither. What does that mean? When you are working under the counsel of God, you didn't follow the counsel of man. You didn't walk in the ways of the sinner. You didn't sit in the seat of the scornful. You delight in the love of God. And you meditate in the Lord day and night. He said, you will be like a tree planted by the riverside. He said, you will bring out your fruit in your own time. And he now said, your leaf will not wither. What does that mean? When you bring out the fruit, the fruit will remain permanent. Yeah. Have you ever seen people, they say they are dead 40, it's okay, but 45 is no more, it's now a beggar. Because his fruit leaf at withered. That was why the Bible talks in the book of James chapter 1. He said every perfect gift comes from God. He now continued to say those gifts remain permanent. It of no shaking. And he now ran the verse totally up when he says and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. What does that mean? Where people are crying that it is where people say it is tough, that is where you will be smiling. Because the economy of the world doesn't control the source of God. 
The world may say it is tough. It doesn't concern you. If you read your Bible very well, when there was famine, that was uh, when Isaac became a millionaire. <laughs> when people were crying for famine, that was uh, the Bible said everything they planted. And all other people around were crying for famine. Why? The people around depend on the economy of the nation. But Isaac depend on the economy of heaven. In the economy of heaven, there is no bankruptcy. Hello? There are some words that are so common to the economy of the world. One of it is inflation. There is no inflation in the economy of heaven. Because in the economy of heaven, the source is God himself. Oh, listen to this. Once you get yourself connected to the source of evil, you doesn't care what it is possible to have a jug of water to fill up the jug. But I can tell you, categorically, it is possible that the water in the jug got finished. But the source of the water can never finish. If your source is from evil, it can't finish. It's not possible. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. As you are bringing year 2012 into a close, and you started opening a new chapter about your destiny for year 2012, as an oracle of the Messiah God, with the jointed anointing of every man of God in the house, I initiate you now. Into your realm of prosperity in the name of Jesus. Whatsoever you lay your hand upon, even when people are crying, it is not possible. I am will come there and will make it possible in the name of Jesus. Listen to this. I don't know where you have lost hope. And I don't care to know the realm of your life where you have taken it is over. You have taken away. If it is, doesn't work this time, when, when next I come to the world, maybe it will work. I'm telling you, you are not coming back. You are only coming this once. If anybody tell you, know, a few days ago, I don't know if you listened to the news, some people said the world will come to an end on the 21st. And I think maybe there was a technical problem that make it to be postponed. Uh, you know, you know, have you ever entered train? And they tell you, sorry, we are sorry to announce that London Midland train that is scheduled for 12.55 is delayed for 20, absolutely 25 minutes just because of technical problem. God has nothing to do with what happened around you. No, it doesn't concern him. What concerns him in himself, what concerns him is what he wants your life to be. And I'm here to tell you today, as I'm bringing this summer to a close, there are a lot of time you pray, but I want to tell you many a time what you need is not prayer. Hello? Many a time you pray, you find you don't need prayer. And that is why Jesus in his Sunday ministry said, wash and pray. You pray, you refuse to wash. Why should that come before prayer? Look at somebody beside you say, wash out. Jesus said, wash. When you are washing, you don't close eyes. You open. 
Jesus said, wash. Watchfulness is what many Christians today lack. They can pray. They can speak in tongue, whether it is fake or genuine. You know, today speaking in tongue is common. People go to classroom to learn how to speak in tongue now. Many people, you think they are speaking in tongue, but they are reading Greek alphabet or Hebrew alphabet. I was to minister in a place and the pastor was your pray, 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 pray for the people. It was, it was an invited pastor from Sapla in Nigeria. And he looked at them, he started, he started reading Greek alphabet. I opened my eyes. I look at him. And the people, the church members say, Yeah, man, I said, No wonder the Bible says my people perish because of ignorance. And the man will just say, Pi, 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 rosigmato, pi, rosigmato. And people say, Amen, Amen. Look at them. After the sermon, after the administration, I went to that man. I said, excuse me, sir. I said, I, I believe solely in speaking in tongue. But the one you did there, it's not speaking in tongue. He said, how do you mean? I'm in the spirit. I said, no. What you said is pyro sigma tau. That is Greek alphabet. From alpha. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, theta. I read it to the to omega. I said, you are just reading the alphabet. He said, forget that one. But they said, amen. He said, forget that one. But they said, amen. What will come out of our Greek alphabet? It's like when I started in the Yopupinas, I said, and that's what you have to say, amen. And I said, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. And he said, amen, amen. What does that mean? By God's grace, I'm going to take us into some realm of how to understand where the Spirit of God is in operation. So that you will stop being deceived. You know many people today, even if they sleep and they see lizard, they quickly call some pastor in Nigeria. That's what we say, I'm going to mountain for you. And you send money to them, they will be using your money to drink bonfita. They won't go out, they will be sleeping in the, in the, in the room. And you will be here and say, I have a pastor in Nigeria. Uh, you better get yourself right. Look at somebody and say, get yourself right. right. Where you get yourself right, you'll be able to wash. Jesus said, wash and pray. Where you don't wash, you continue praying, nothing will happen. I want to round up. Let me use the story of the scripture to round up, sir. Amma. You remember the book of Second chapter 2? Prophet Elijah was about to be taken away. And he told his son, Prophet Elisha, he said, stay there. Here in, uh, in Gilgal. Because the Lord has sent me to better. Normally, the servant must obey his master. But Elisha said, Elisha, wash. He said, sir, wherever you go, I will follow you. As me, Elisha said, thank you, my Lord. And he sat down. His destiny will sat down there. He followed Elijah. When they got to Bethel, he said, sit down here. God has sent me to Jericho. He said, sir, listen to me. When they got to Bethel, something happened. The Bible said, the sons of the prophets. Who are the sons of the prophets? They are those that are, in, that are on, working under prophets, learning how to prophesy. They are a prophetic school. Hello? 
they can see they have the vision then they came to Elisha do you know that the Lord will take away your master from your head today he said thank you keep quiet I know hold your peace you know how many of you that they just give you a phone call and they give you a vision then you start there peeing your body just a phone call they said they saw this they saw coffee ah, then they started you started shouting well, can you just say, hey, coffee, hey, it is yours. Then you sit down. I remember when I was in the seminary. Oh, Prophet David Olula and Babaji of blessed memory. Someone came to him. He said, Baba, I said, yes, sir, I saw a vision. They brought Pidot 505. New to you. Ah, Baba said, I claim it. Brethren, it was on Friday or Monday they brought the car. New. Everybody now started respecting this man that he was a prophet. Hey, but one month later, he went to Baba Jide. He said, Baba, I saw coffin before you. Baba said, No, it is yours. <laughs> that, this what I'm talking about was 1992. Baba said, No, it is yours. Instead of that one to quickly go and pray, he said, Okay, if you like, I've delivered my message. And he left. On the third day, he was going, whoever knows that route very well from Malaysia to Akure, he was on the express waiting for vehicle. He just sat down on the road and he died there. Yeah. You know, pray, many of us. We have problem in Christianity today before you don't know what you carry. You know when you don't know what you carry, you don't care about how it goes. You don't care about what happens with what you carry. When you know what you carry within you, you don't care what people around you say. Many of us, you want to be like them. So because you want to be like them, you don't follow what you carry. And the Bible says, He that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. But because you don't find what you carry, you don't know what others are doing. When you know what you carry, you don't care. People may give you name. That doesn't bother you. Even they told Jesus, after Jesus healed a blind man, the Jesus was using evil spirit. But he didn't bother because he know what he carry. I want to land up. We want to pray. When you know what you carry, prosperity is very easy. Listen to me. There's a difference between prosperity and money. Many people take prosperity as money. No. It is for someone to be rich without being prosperous. Have you ever seen people that have money and using that money for medicine? From one sickness to the other. They have the money. The money is there. But they don't have health. They don't have good health. When God prosper you, it, it will be every ramifications of life. Every compass, everything. You see people that have money and they cannot sleep. I remember three or four years ago, I think 2008, I went to, to minister in, uh, in Baltimore, Maryland. Then I am Pastor Kule. I think some of you will know Pastor Kule. We went to meet, visit a, 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 a guy. He's a 29 years old guy. He's a football, uh, basketballer in America. This guy had what we call money. But he, 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 he had a very bad sickness. He has three different physicians living with him in his house. 
where we got to his house, we passed through 17 security gate. He sent for Pastor Kule. He saw Pastor Kule ministering on TV. He now sent for him to come and pray for him. The Pastor Kule we should go together. When I saw this guy and he started complaining of his problem, I look at the money. He said, if God can take all the money and give me good health, I don't mind. Money can buy, money can buy medicine, but money cannot buy health. Let, let me ship in this before I pray. Money can buy certificate. More, you can study, you can study, get certificate, but that money or better can not give you knowledge. Have you ever seen people that are educated or they are illiterate? They, they, they have the certificate. They are educated. If you talk of education, they have it. I remember when I was in University of Adelaide, we have a professor. He's a professor. He can speak 40 different world languages. He's a professor of religious studies. But if you see him outside, you will think he didn't finish primary six. He's very educated. He, when, whenever he teaches, he didn't come with note to teach us. His brain is too saturated. But I'm telling you, after the class, if you see him in the, in the street, you will think he never finished primary six. He, has more, he, had, he acquired a certificate. But the certificate didn't give him the knowledge. And that is why, the, 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 you know, we have three different things we always combine. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. They are three different things. You can study to acquire. But what you acquire, it is not the, the, the study that will bring the utilization of what you acquire. Why is it that you will see many people that they said they were both lawyers? One will lose case, another will win. Both of them are lawyers. But there is one thing that one lack that other one doesn't have. And that is why God said, if any of you require wisdom, let him ask. That is, it is him that given wisdom. It is not a paper. It's, certificate is a decorated paper. And that is why it is not transferable. Have you ever seen someone that died and he was willing all his property and will his certificate? It's not possible. Rise up on your feet. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. I just want you to close your eyes. I just want to release. As Jesus of the Lord will lay it in my mind. I will just release these words of prophecy. The only thing that I just want you to do as I will be releasing them is to just shout Amen. I will just release them as Jesus of the Lord put it in my mind. Then I will drop the microphone. The Bible says it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers that breaks forth its fruit in its season. As an oracle of the Most High God with the gentle anointing of every man of God that present in the house this hour. I decree to that person that we echo the Lord that said, bring out your fruit in your season in the name of Jesus. That is limiting you to be, to be fruitful. Every power that is allowing you to be counting your age without achievement. Every power that is making you to not be looking at calendar without looking at diary for what you have achieved. As you are going to echo the Lord that said, they are prepared in the name of Jesus. Ha, 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 ha.
He says, if some powerful shall not wither, that is oxide of permanency. Receive it in the name of Jesus. To the person that work on the Lord Testament, for every area of your life where the doors are shut, for every area of your destiny where doors of opportunity are shut, simple we tend to kill in the Korean Nasa. Thus said the Lord of hosts, doors that no man can shut. Open before you in the name of Jesus. Jesus said in the book of Luke, he said, come, let us go to the other side. To those of you that are, you have remained stagnant in a place. For years you have remained stagnant in a stick place. Malinekende kutitande Thus said the Lord of hosts today, also to push forward, also to step forward, receive it in the name of Jesus. Domwe sang a song years back. He said, God, we make our way where there seems to be no way. He walks in way we cannot see. He make a way for you and I decree to that person that he is or amen will be the loudest ways of God that will lead you to fulfillment of your destiny. Ways of God that will lead you to the completion of your task on earth. Ways of God that will make you to forget your misery. Ways of God that we close a chapter and open another one in your life. Open before you in the name of Jesus. 